0: Welcome to The Fathers Speak, a production of the Orthodox West. Each day, Father John Finton reads a selection fitted to the Western liturgical calendar from one of the Fathers of the Church. On this, the Feast of St. Scholastica, let us listen to a portion of a homily by our Father among the Saints, Hilary of Poitiers. The Bridegroom and the Bride signify our Lord, who is both God and man. For the Spirit is the Bridegroom of the flesh, and the flesh is the Bride of the Spirit. Then at the last, at the sound of the trump, they go forth to meet the Bridegroom only. For already the two were one, for the humiliation of the flesh had passed into spiritual glory." Now in the first stage we are prepared by the duties of this life to attain to the resurrection from the dead. So the lamps signify the lights of shining souls, who were made to shine by the sacrament of baptism. The oil is the fruit of good works. The vessels are our human bodies, within which had been hidden the treasure of a good conscience. Those who sell are those who are in need of compassion of the faithful and in exchange for having their wants satisfied, supply to them the wares they demand, namely the consciences of good works done. For the material that feeds the light which never fails, is that which must be bought and stored in abundance by the fruits of compassion. The marriage is the putting on of immortality, the consummation of a new union between corruption and incorruption. The tarrying of the Bridegroom is a time of penitence. The sleeping of those who await him signifies the believer's rest and the temporary death of all in the time of penitence. The cry at midnight, while none is aware, is the sound of the trump proclaiming the coming of the Lord, arousing all to go forth to meet the Bridegroom. The taking up of the lamps signifies the return of the souls to the bodies, and their light, the consciousness of good works contained in the vessels, Which are their bodies. The prudent virgins are they who seize the opportunity to work whilst in the body, and so are ready to meet the Lord the very moment he arrives. The foolish virgins are they who, careless and dissolute, take thought only for the things of this present life, and forgetful of the promises of God, do not look beyond to any hope of the resurrection. Moreover, Inasmuch as the foolish virgins were not able to go forth to meet the bridegroom because their lamps had gone out, they asked the wise to give them of their oil. But they answered that they could not give them any, lest peradventure there should not be enough for all. In truth, no one can be aided by another's works or merits, for each must buy oil for himself for his lamp. Therefore they urged them to go and buy for themselves so that they might, perchance, even though late, by obeying the commandments of God, be found worthy to meet the bridegroom with lamps lit. Whilst they lingered, the bridegroom came, and the wise who were found ready with their lamps burning went in together with him to the marriage. That is, they entered immediately on the Lord's arrival into the splendour of his heavenly glory. And inasmuch as now the time of penitence had passed, The foolish virgins approached, and asked that the doors should be opened to them. But the bridegroom answered, I know you not. For they were absent from their posts when he arrived. They did not come at the sound of the trump arousing them, nor did they join the company when it went in. But lingering and unworthy, they lost their opportunity of entering into the marriage."